This episode of Full Frontal is brought to you by Uber. You should really think about driving with Uber. Why? Because it's a great opportunity to make some legitimate money, like all the unlegitimate money you've been making so far. Uh, if you've ever taken an Uber, you know how great the experience is, and it's the drivers who make that experience great. Seriously, every time I talk with someone who drives with Uber, they always have good things to say. You're going to love it because you get to be your own boss. You're in great money. It's easy to start. All you need is a car and a license. Driving with Uber is great for anyone who needs flexibility. Parents, this is a really easy way to work around your family's schedule. Students, you can make some extra money between classes. Now's the time to cash in on driving with Uber. You'll thank me for telling you how. I could be getting into your car. I could. I could, I could be your passenger. Think about that. That could be weird. If you're listening to Full Frontal, you can be thankful for Uber because they are providing today's episode. What are you waiting for? You have a car, you have a license, put them both to good use and start earning serious life-changing money today. Sign up to drive with Uber now. Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Drivewithuber.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the Sideshow Network or any network or any human being at all. This show is hosted by a pair of idiots and should not be taken seriously. Listener discretion is advised. Guess what? It's time for Full Frontal. Oh my holy crap. Raw and personal. Is that funny? Tom, Tom, give me kisses. Full Frontal with Alex Gaskar. And Jack Barricat. Fuck you! Yeah, shit! I got a boner. <laughs> for another episode of Full Frontal. Favorite, favorite hosts. It's my favorite time of the week. It's my favorite time of the week, Jack. We're in Mexico. Hey! If you couldn't tell by the, the music. Or the Corona, man. We only drink Corona. They can't see that, though. Well, they can. They can't see that or feel that or taste what they you're tasting. They have robot eyes. Yeah, I guess. How are you? What's going on, everyone? Um, it's been another, it's been a week. It's been a whole week. It's been a nice week. I've, been, I've missed you all. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's fading back. Ah, this part's nice. I, I didn't. I wasn't familiar with this part of the song. But if you wait it out, all all good things come to those who wait. And now you get now you get shit like this. Hello, Maria. I wonder if they're gonna play that any of the Pierce the Guys, uh, Pierce the Hell's Pierce the, wedding. Pierce the Guys Pierce weddings. Pierce the Guys weddings. Pierce the Guy. Pierce the Guy. <laughs> we are actually in uh in Jaime's hometown. Is he from here? Really? I don't know. You're just being fucking racist now, man. Well, they're they always they claim to be Mexican. He could be from Guadalajara. You don't know. <laughs> Guadalajara. Where's you that? Have no idea. Where's that? Uh, no one knows. They can't. Uh, scientists maintain that. Um, <laughs> There's no way of knowing. Atlantis? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this it feels good. I feel a little rusty. I feel like uh, we were in like such a good groove, and then we went home, and we had a bit of a break. Yeah. And I feel... I don't feel rusty. I Speak do. Speak for yourself. I feel amazing. I got, I, got a, I got some things. Have some Coronas. I'm having. Episode sponsored by Corona. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by... Corona Inge. Hangovers. Um, so here we are. Uh, another... Another week. Another week. Yeah. On the full frontal. 
We went Circuit. home for a couple days. We got we got things going on though. It's good stuff. Oh wait, I'm I'm getting this in right now. Guadalajara is in Mexico as well. Well, there's there's like I said, there's no way of actually knowing that. That's true. Yeah, I mean they they they've been trying to figure it out, and they they have ideas. Yeah. Of what it where it may be, uh, approximations, mathematical <laughs> mathematical calculations, but there's no actual way of knowing. Hey, you know what? Huh. We're really taking. I just thought about this now. That I just looked at a map. We're really taking full frontal global. We've done it like all all across the world at this point. Yeah, that hasn't really changed though. The, I think the first episode of this that we ever did, we were overseas. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but we're taking it. Global. It's always, but we, we, it was taken there always. Yeah, but we've probably done more full frontal overseas than in the U.S. Definitely, that's probably yeah. So the show's not American like you thought it was. It's an international show for all the people. Yeah, we're like or Anthony Bourdain of of, uh, of entertainment of bad entertainment. <laughs> Um, but here we are and it's, uh, it's wonderful. Um, so we're, we're going, yeah, we're doing Mexico. We're going down to Brazil. We're going to Argentina. We're going to Chile. Yeah. None of those places. Um, anyone knows where they are. Yeah. So it's just, again, dude, we should, it's an approximation. A, we should did a taste testing of different tequilas on this episode. Ooh, that would have been fun. It's not too late. We just started. Yeah. We just like get like more and more drunk as the episode goes on. Yeah. We could get more bottles by the end. We're, we're just, it's not a live show. We could pause it. We can go get some more. And we should have a great set for the, uh, the show in Mexico city. <laughs> tonight. I'm actually stoked to be back here. It's taken us a really long time to come back. I think, uh, two years ago we had a show booked here and it got canceled, yeah. unfortunately. Um, so we've only ever been here. What? Once. Yeah, four years ago we came once. Yeah, um, so it's it's been it's taken us way too long, and I'm very excited to be back. It feels good. Um, some things have happened this week, like I was saying. Uh, the ruling on Tom Brady came through. No one gave a shit about Boo. that. No one gives a fuck. We'll skip over it. Yeah. Um, UK tickets for our tour are now on sale. February of next year. More important, way more important news. What your boy? Yeah. yeah, your boys are coming to town. We are. The boys are, will eventually be back in town yeah. if you live in the UK. <laughs> or uh, Ireland. <laughs> or, or Dublin. Um, but yeah, we're super excited about that. We just announced it. Um, so tickets are on sale. Grab them. It's big shows. Yeah. Coming really, back to the arenas that we did with You Me at Six. It's the biggest headlining shows we've ever done. It's going to be math. If you don't come, you're not even a real fan. Yeah. Um, we got people flying in for that shit from Guadalajara. <laughs> uh what else, man? What have you been up to? We had a fantasy football draft. That was fun. Yeah, what's your team name? Um, not Tom Brady. <laughs> Is it really? No. It's, uh, not. it's called I Am a Joke. Oh. Well, where do you get that from? I mean, obviously, it being very, very accurate. What? Well, mostly I don't do well. Okay. So I just figured I'd be honest up front. Mine is Beast a la Mode. I'm talking ice cream on the side. Yeah. I like that one. <laughs> That's good. Talking about touchdowns on the side. Yeah. Um, how do you how do you feel about your fantasy draft? Eh, I don't feel that good. Not that great. We talked we talked earlier in the week to uh, Soupy, who will be on the show later. Um, yeah. It's a pre recorded uh, interview, so when you hear it, um, just to let you guys know, uh, we will be talking as if the record wasn't out, but their record, their new record, has since come out. Um, so know that. Me and Alex were drinking margaritas by the pool earlier, listening <laughs> to it. Yeah, it's awesome. But Soupy Soupy is a huge, uh, very avid fantasy football guy. Dude, I text him all the time. I'm like, tell me what's for to do. advice. Yeah. He was just on ESPN. Was he? Yeah, for um for like talking about how he does he hosts the fantasy football 
experience for him oh, and all the, all the cool. Wonder Years fans. He like races, he raises money and stuff. We we talked about this. Yeah. Everyone stay tuned to the show because he, he rants about it for a while. It's an awesome talk. It's it was uh, really cool, really informative, and probably the deepest we've ever gone on uh, on Full Frontal. Yeah, really <laughs> the most serious we've ever gotten. But real balls deep in full in uh balls deep in reality. Yeah. Which is the only way to do it, really. Your hair is purple. My hair is purple. I, I've I, dyed my I, hair purple. I didn't even realize till like two hours after seeing it. <laughs> I'll open your fucking eyes. Oh. You never look at me anymore. <laughs> Pay attention to me. Looking at that dick. There's some band playing in the background. I hear music. Yeah, we don't know where it's coming from. It's nice, though. It's cool. It's probably it's rock and roll. Could be Nirvana. It's probably Pierce the Guys. Yeah, Pierce the Guys. <laughs> Play another one of their songs. Uh, in the news this week, Tara Monroe, 20 years old, got an automatic DWI for refusing a breathalyzer test at a Waka Flock of Flame show in <laughs> San Antonio. Her father was so mad, he took away her keys and left her with only a bike, according to MySanAntonio.com. She was not happy. Uh, the quote says, riding a bike around campus sucks. Lazy bitch. Um <laughs> Monroe, an industrial engineering junior, proved to be quite industrious by engineering a better alternative to biking. Um, She purchased a pink Barbie Jeep for $60 off of Craigslist, previously driven by a toddler named Charlene. Yes! Charlene! Uh, Charlene! Uh, The name she has given her vehicle, she's named the vehicle Charlene after the child. Oh. She goes on to say, uh, when we drove up to buy it, Charlene asked where the little one was to test drive it, to which I replied, I am the little one. (laughs) That's creepy. Um, Monroe told the New York, the, the New York Daily News, um, the Barbie Jeep runs on a 12-volt battery and speeds up to five miles an hour. Why the fuck would you do this when you have a bike? Yeah, that's... Like, the bike's faster. <sighs> I mean, I guess you look It's good. kind of baller, though. I mean, this, this sounds like a typical Waka Flacka Flame fan, though. Classic. Classic. Classic Waka fan. All their fans are like this. Yeah. His fans. They roll up to the show's tailgate in uh, those Tonka trucks and shit. Yeah. Did you ever have one of those? I had a police motorcycle, but it had Oh, tra- Mr. Rich Kid, oh, I had a police motorcycle. You probably had the Batman power wheels, too, didn't you? The bad car. Whoa. Whoa. Did you? That, I, that felt like you had that stashed away somewhere. I've been deep. thinking about that for a Where while. Where did that come from? I've been thinking about that for a while. It was kind of brutal. It had training wheels on it, though. I was really bummed out about it because I, I, like, as a kid, I yeah. felt lame riding, like, this thing. Kids threw rocks at you? Yeah, with training wheels on it, but... I think if I had taken the training wheels off, it didn't actually move fast enough for me to be able to balance. <laughs> so I would have inev- inevitably fallen over. Yo, you never answered my question. Did you have the power wheels bat- Batmobile? No, I fucking didn't. Well, I did. It was nice. Oh, must be nice, rich kid. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Dickhole. Riding around, saving the neighborhood. It's good stuff. One, uh, I don't know, dog, one cat in a tree at a time. Huh? How do you save a neighborhood? Cats in the trees. Oh, yeah. Cats stuck in trees, old ladies crossing the road. Uh, you got your uncle Damien. Hey, old uh, lady, cross the road. Get my uh, Batmobile uh, power wheels. Got your uncle Damien chasing geese in his undies again. Yeah, got that creepy, creepy guy running the neighborhood chasing him away. Uncle Damien. Yeah, it's a good man. A Florida woman was slapped with bribery charges after she allegedly offered to perform sexual favors on three deputies. Mm. Not one, not two, but three. Uh, Ariel Engert, 24, was drunk when she was pulled over at 2:48 a.m. on Monday. In Pinellas County, according to the police reports obtained by the smoking gun, uh, police say she failed a series of sobriety tests to avoid being arrested. She allegedly offered to perform oral sex on Deputy Brian Sudbrink if he'd look the other way. Wait. Uh, why couldn't he just look at the oral sex? I don't understand. Look away! <laughs> look away! Look away. Uh, this is like the little Kim of DWI. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the deputy declined and she was transported to Pinellas County Jail. 
there, two more officers searched her and found a bag of cocaine in her bra and a bag of marijuana in her purse, according to the New York Daily News. Must have been leaving the Waka Flacka Flame uh, show. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, what was she driving? Um, once again, Anger allegedly offered to trade sex acts for freedom, which is the name of our next record. Sex acts for freedom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with deputies Obed Munoz and Eric Biddle. Uh, instead, they charged her with drug possession. So basically, she didn't get off, and neither did the cops. Oh, hey! Got it! We got a good one, guys. That's why we do the show. We get one good one an episode. Yeah, well, you know what? Print it. We're done. Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's run that soupy interview and just be done with this. Take the rest and shred it. (laughs) Um, Hey, Jack, get this one. Your smartphone can do everything, right? Um, Yeah. Kind of. Can it fillet you? Mm -hmm. Yes, now it can. No, I don't know if that's... uh, That's close. Um, I'm basically the news is so obvious on this show that I'm now just predicting it before I read it. Yeah. Uh, it can connect, bleh, it can connect with your friends, tell you how to get somewhere, entertain you, and uh, really entertain you. Um, sex toy manufacturer Lovence has a new remote. Shout out to Lovence, thanks for the uh, helicopter. Um, <laughs> has a new remote control vibrator called Blush, which connects to your phone and your partner's phone to create some high tech sexual experiences. Um, what? Yeah, get what, this. What happened to just fucking? Well, it's, I mean, it's too obvious. Right. It's too, you know what I mean? It's easy. Yeah. When yeah, fucking gets old. Yeah. All bets are off these days. Uh, Blush launched an Indiegogo campaign this week to raise $10,000 for its phone and Apple Watch connected vibrator. Uh, there are plenty of ways to use it. A uh, woman can control the vibrator with her own phone or watch the app uh, acting as a remote control. Um, Bush claims to be the first sex toy controlled via Apple Watch. How's that not a thing already? It's got a wearable device. Uh, yeah, I mean, hmm. you can share your heartbeat with one another as you uh, masturbate. That's adorable. That's so cute. What'd you get me for Valentine's Day this year, honey? Uh, it's a printout of my heart, <laughs> my heartbeat while I was whacking it. <laughs> so romantic. Yeah. <laughs> um, thankfully, though, only one partner needs to own the Apple Watch, so don't worry if. Uh, I have an Apple Watch, guys. Yeah. Everyone in this room is... is uh, We're all good. Yeah. Everyone else here is, will still be satisfied. Bend over. Or whatever. Who's Ben? Yeah. <laughs> all these... Uh, every week now, for the past couple of weeks, we've had like a sex toy thing. We talk about these people, and they need to send us the product. Giving them free promo. We need to do... We need to do reviews. 52-year-old Mexican man says he's the world... He has the world's largest penis. Ah, 52-year-old Mexican man. Oh, okay. 52 Mexican men. 52 Mexican men have combined their dicks uh, like a, into the world's lar- largest mega like dick. Fucking, uh, what is a big guy in Power Rangers? Uh, when they com- I was thinking Voltron, but... Yeah, well, what's a guy in Power Rangers? They all combine... Zords. Megazords. 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 Anyway, um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, this, <laughs> this guy's giant Mexican dick. Um, it's making his life miserable. He's very sad. Roberto Esquivel Cabrera of uh, Saltillo told Mexico newspaper Vanguardia that he would like to be considered disabled because the, his penis is too big and he can't work. Aw. Uh, forcing him to live on assistance and scavenge for food. Jesus. That's sad. He scavenges? scavenges. Oh my God, that dick is he fucking could get a jo- huge. He could get a job as a tripod. Look how huge this dick is. It's a big dick. There is a picture. You will see the picture. Yeah. Uh, his penis is uh, 48.2 centimeters, which is 19 inches long. And the tip circumference S- soft. Is, is, yeah. And the tip circumference is almost 10 inches. <laughs> ah! Ah! I don't like to laugh at this man's expense. Oh, fuck. Oh. That is 
That is literally an American pie when Stifler goes, 11 inches around. That's a a big, that's a big dick. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Cabrera apparently provided doubters with a medical imaging photo of his penis, and the picture has rapidly circulated throughout Spanish language media, including Telemundo and La Opinion. Uh, Cabrera is being tested at local health at local health centers as doctors try to figure out what to do with that big Dude, there's ass got, dick. There's got to be a, a penis. Uh, you can re- have penis reduction. reduction. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've had to do it numerous times. People, I mean, I don't from think there. There, I when we uh, obviously we take a lot of cues from this show, Loveline. Shout out to Loveline. I I remember some some things on Loveline of uh, guys talking about their giant wangs yeah. and how they needed. Less because they couldn't be with women. What if you? So big. What if you happen to, happen to have the other problem, like you or me? Um, well, are we fucked. Th- we could probably get some of this guy's penis. <laughs> Ew. He's got plenty. What are dicks combined? Yeah, we are he's captain. Like a power <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We, we've how did this just came full circle, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Um, that picture's impressive, though. You know what else is weird? If you look at the, I can try to figure out what else is going on in there. Yeah, the dude might have. It kind of looks like there's a like a tiny tape cassette in the end of his penis. I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> you see that uh, zipper on? I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just something in his pocket. I don't know the procedure. Sir, you seems you seems that you swallowed a cassette tape and your penis is trying to eat a uh, VCR. A <laughs> uh, uh, Winchester, Kentucky man is in jail, accused of impersonating a police officer. Uh, to get his stolen wallet back from a hooker. <laughs> He's resourceful. Um, police say the trouble for cult Christopher started around 10 p.m. Tuesday night when he solicited a prostitute. Um, after his wallet and phone were stolen, officers said that he didn't let it go. Instead, investigators say that he went after the woman, posing as a police officer. This is like, this is like, it's like they're scrambling to make another Taken. And this, <laughs> and this is the shitty premise. Yeah. I don't know who you are. Actually, I do. I made sex to you last night. Give me my fucking wallet. What I do know, good luck, is that I'm missing my iPhone and a good leather wallet that my Uncle David bought me years ago. I will find you. Good luck. And I will kill you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, anyway, his shit. He just walks out of He's just walking out of different prostitutes. Hey, can you say good luck real quick? <laughs> yeah, it's her. <laughs> it's that one. You'd think he would know having, like, having had made love, mm. made sex to her. Do you make love to prostitutes? or? Well, usually with the lights off, that could be the thing. Yeah? Because doesn't remember what she looks like, but knows what she sounds like. Everyone everyone feels the same in the dark. Yeah. You know? That's, uh, that's the way I like to live my life. Uh, anyway, so according to the arrest citation, the 32-year-old showed up in an apartment building and started beating on a door, <laughs> saying he was a cop. Uh, court papers go on to say that Christopher was yelling and screaming, scaring everyone in the building. Aw. Um, someone called for help thinking that he had a gun. Uh, according to the citation, um, when an officer got to the apartment building, Christopher cursed at him and said that he was the police and to go away. <laughs> hey, um, I'm a police officer. Go away. Like, and, that's how police well, yeah, when he, <laughs> Hey, get out of here. It's all right. I'm already a cop. <laughs> Can't have two cops. We cancel each other out. Um, when he did listen, the real officer tased him. <laughs> yes. Don't tase me, bro. Uh, Christopher was arrested and charged with impersonating a police officer, menacing, disorderly conduct, and partying to... Also for soliciting a prostitute. (laughs) That's old news. Right? That's old news. Yeah. Is it legal? What? I don't think it's legal. Depends where you are, but no, it's not in the States. Everything's legal in Vegas. Yeah, right? Right. What happens in Vegas stays... Alex, we we should do a shot of tequila after every segment. Let's do it. All right. 
Let's fill one up. Fill it up, Jeff. There we go. You got to do something to keep the Montezuma's revenge away. Yeah, we're not going to drink the ice. Oh, we drank the ice already. So we're going to drink some tequila, and I guess we should run this soupy Jeff, interview. That's a mass- yeah, that's a massive fucking shot. What are you doing? All right, let's get out of here. Let's run this soupy interview. It's amazing. If you have not already, pick up their record. We talk about it in this interview. It's incredible. Pay attention. for a great way to make money, start driving with Uber. If you've used the Uber app to get around town, driving with Uber is just as easy and just as great. Here are some reasons people love driving with Uber. You can drive when you want. Need something outside the nine to five? As an independent contractor with Uber, you've got the freedom and flexibility to drive whenever you have time. Set your own schedule so you can be there for all of life's most important moments. You're going to make good money. Got a car? Turn it into a money machine. Buy a new car. Fuel it. Pay for your gas with this job, people. The city is buzzing and Uber makes it easy for you to cash in on the action. Plus, you've already got everything you need to get started. Also, you have no office and no boss. Whether you're supporting your family or saving for something big, Uber gives you the freedom to get behind the wheel when it makes sense for you. 
Choose when you drive, where you go, and who you pick up. So what are you waiting for? You have a car, you have a license, put them both to good use, and start making money today. Drive with Uber. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for staying tuned. I say that so much. That's okay. It's redundant. I'm redundant and boring. Right now, though, I have a very exciting announcement to make. And that is that we're going to call our good friend Soupy, who has been on the show once before. Yes. Soupy of the band, The Wonder Years, Aaron West, and The Roaring Twenties. Very talented dude. Very passionate about wrestling. Uh, he's, been, he's been blowing you up, saying, hey, why don't you ever call me? Yeah. So we figured we'd give him a call. We're going to give him a call. Let's see what he's been up to. Soupy! Hey, what's going on, buddy? What's up, dude? It's Alex. And Jack. How you doing? I can hear you. I know your voices because I love you so much. <laughs> You can, you can tell us apart on the phone? I can. How's everything? I was able to text you guys about it, but I haven't been able to say congratulations on, uh, on everything with the record. It's fucking awesome. Dude, thank you. Really happy for you. and very proud of, uh, of just being able to see some of this community take the number one. Dude, I appreciate that, but this is not about us. This is, this is about you. I want to know what's going on in Soupy's life. How's things? Things are really good. Um, I just went to... Uh, my alma mater, Temple University, they're going to have me tweet from the school's account, which is very exciting. Apparently, I'm an impressive alum. Yeah? Um, that's huge. That's cool. And then uh, we're just, you know, fantasy football is, uh, is big this time of year. Oh, and we have a record coming out in like a week and a half. But We're going to get to the know, record. I want to talk, talk first about things that really matter. Fantasy football. You're a big fantasy football guy. Are you, are you hosting again? Yeah, so I did a thing uh, the past couple years, but I'm doing it this year just solo because I just I wanted to streamline it. So I I tweeted I was like, if anyone wants to play fantasy football with me, I'm going to donate the money to charity. So you'll donate to be in the league, and then all the money's going to charity. And I originally I said I'll play with as many people as want to play with me. And then within like 20 minutes, I had like um, like 150 people already email. I was like, oh shit, okay, maybe I got it over my head. Oh my god, so that's insane. I, uh, I cut it off and then sent everyone an email and just said, if you want to play fantasy football with me, that's awesome. And I want to play with you. If you could please donate $40 to uh, this organization rain uh, or send it to me via PayPal. And I'm going to donate it all at once. And then when you, when I get that PayPal notification, I'll send you an invite to a league and we'll play. And so I ended up in 12 or in six, 12 team leagues um, <laughs> Jeez. with all these people. And, uh, and I just finished the last draft last night for them. Jesus. Uh, are, which is a shame because I drafted Jordy Nelson and then oh. he tore his ACL. So I feel really bad for Jordy, but I also feel bad for me because yeah, I totally. to win. <laughs> you are an incredibly selfless man because one, you're doing all of this for charity, but two, I can barely function in one fantasy football league, let alone that many. And the fact I, that, yeah, the fact I'm, that I'm you're doing it for a good cause see, is impressive. So impressive. I'm interested to see how I do keeping up with it, but so far I've given all of my teams uh, great, clever names, and I have photoshopped myself some logos that I'm really proud of. Yo, That's what it's all about. about. Did, you, uh, did you get Hernandez? He's supposed to have a great year. I heard he's going to be great this year. <laughs> he's going to kill it. Uh, he's playing. It's actually he's going to play on Adam Sandler's team in yeah. The Longest Yard. <laughs> is what's happening there in Hernandez. It's the sequel to The, um, the Longest Yard. Yeah, the, the Longest Yard 2, Aaron Hernandez has murdered six people. I miss, Tom, I miss Tom Brady, and I'm a bad person. Um. Yeah, I'm excited. I have one uh, called uh, LaShawn McCoy's Weird Sex Party. And so I have a great Photoshop of LaShawn McCoy dancing at like an S&M party. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw that like weird Instagram invite he sent out where he was like... Oh yeah, he's all about looking, weird sex parties, which is incredible. He's like, I'm having a party. Females only, you must submit an Instagram. Oh my God. Wow. 
I, I love so. I love that athletes, not all athletes, but there's there's a in fact, it's not really even athletes. It's just people in general using social media can't seem to grasp the fact that this is going out to everyone. And when there's a little bit of like, attention, there's a little bit of attention around your personality, who you are, because, you know, a lot of these people are celebrities that are making these mistakes. It's like they have no idea that there are going to be repercussions of their scummy actions. Yeah. Well, remember, we were talking about it during the house party, like uh, live web chat. And at the end of it, I, was, I just kind of went on a tear. I was like, everything you want to do on the internet forever please stop doing stupid shit yeah everyone knows about like, sean mccoy's slazy sex parties now yeah which he's probably been having them for years he just didn't think to do it on instagram yeah right um, i'm gonna th- i'm gonna throw that up on the line and, and really get people involved he's an entrepreneur he's an entrepreneur of, of sex parties he's changing the world uh-huh. i imagine you i imagine you as kind of like the guy from a beautiful mind like you're sitting at home alone all the lights are off there's like post-it notes on every wall covering the windows and everything. And you're just strategizing, strategizing. It really isn't the... that far off. Cause Ali will come home from work and be like, what did you do? Today? And like, what do you think I did today? <laughs> <laughs> if I, if I took like one tenth of that energy and put it into playing the stock market, I'd probably be <laughs> <laughs> Priorities, Soupy, priorities. Anyway, priorities. Uh, one other thing that we know you love to talk about on, uh, especially on the show, uh, we talked about it last time we had you on is, uh, is wrestling. And you gotta be. Oh, you know I love wrestling. You gotta be stoked for your boy. Oh man, Seth's at the top of the game right now. Um, he's got the U.S. title on top of the world title, and I've been, uh, you know, every time. I mean, when he, <laughs> this is like a, a weird thing to admit, but I was uh, watching WrestleMania, just me and my girlfriend at home, and he won the the world title and I actually like welled up with like tears of like pride and, and joy for him um, because he's a, he's a DIY guy. Like he's, he came up like a punk band would come up. Like he would drive himself hours to shows. He worked really hard. He made no money. He played VFW halls. He played American legions and he worked his way all the way up through the ranks. And now he is the top guy in wrestling. Yeah. In the world he right is, now. he and is so, a, he is a peer among us, even though we, we do and, different, we do different things, but we've all, we've all come up the same way. And nothing was handed to him. And uh, I just actually, I saw an interview with him yesterday for his birthday. I sent him, uh, in advance of the record. This is like months ago. And I didn't tell Craig cause, cause Craig won't let me give it to anybody. <laughs> Craig, Craig is their manager for all Craig the listeners out there. Craig is, uh, the one year's manager. And Craig won't let me give it to any, Craig won't even let us give it to like press people. So I just like didn't tell Craig. And then, uh, <laughs> Seth said it in an interview and Craig hit me up and was like, wait, Seth Rollins has had the record for months. <laughs> <laughs> you broke rule number one, Sorry, man. Craig. You broke rule number one. I broke rule number one, but he didn't leak it. Speaking the of the record, leaked. speaking of the record, you have a new record coming out for those who don't know. It is called no closer to heaven. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about that album? What's, what's going on? Uh, how, how the process went making it, uh, where you made it, who you made it with and what it's all about. Sure. Uh, well, the album comes out September 4th, um, worldwide now. Cause that's uh, the new thing is that every record comes out the same day. Streamlined. Um, and well, first I guess I'll, I'll start with, we made it, uh, this like kind of winter into spring, kind of March, April ish, um, in Orange County, California, with Steve Evitz, who did our last two records. Amazing hired producer. Us. He did, yeah. did Suburbia and the Greatest Gen, and he's got a, a long resume that's filled with, you know, Saves the Day and Lifetime and Kid Dynamite and Dillinger Escape Plan and 
step case and all sorts of shit. Yeah, he, um, has, he has an incredible track record, and you guys have a, an amazing, long-standing relationship, which I find is always... Yeah. It's always good we to go back Steve. and revisit someone that you're, like, comfortable with and have that chemistry with. He's the he's a king, and he and he's it's we're so comfortable that now he can be like, hey, this part sucks, and we're like, okay, that's <laughs> a terrible no... thing to say to us now. Right, right. So right. he recorded it and he uh, produced it and, and engineered it, and it was mixed by Phil Niccolo, um, who is a Philadelphia legend. He uh, works out of Studio Four with uh, now famed producer Will Yip. Okay, um, awesome. He he kind of took Will on as an intern, and now Will is a, a big deal, but. Uh, Phil has done everything from some of my favorite records of all time, uh, Boys to Men. He did, he did the first two Boys to Men records. Yes. Um, when I think when I think Wonder Years, I think Boys to Men. Yeah, right. He did, <laughs> he did Billy Joel's River of Dreams. He did. Uh, he's he's working with Lauren Hill. Wow. Um, and then he also had. Uh, I mean, he mixed. I think he mixed the, the new Title Fight record, and he also had a hand in mixing and mastering the the Kanye Paul McCartney single Only One. Unreal. Um, he did uh, that Dishwalla record with Counting Blue Cars on it. That's that's huge, and he kind of. Um, so what you're saying is your record sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean Phil's the master, and he does it all on an analog board, and just so old school, and it just it's cool to see him do it like that. Yeah, it's uh, so it's few and far between these days, so that's always refreshing yeah, to see and to hear. That's how we recorded and, and mixed it. As far as writing it goes, um, it was kind of a challenge because. I had kind of flippantly said at the end of uh, our last record that that kind of completed what was an accidental trilogy. Okay. We didn't mean for it to be, but it, it turned out to that. And so everyone was like, I can't, I wonder what's next now that the trilogy is complete was like the most like common uh, question from fans. And I was like, Oh shit. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't know what I want to write about because like, I kind of came to this place. We had been a band that really was, we were heavily talking about um, kind of this idea of like the American sadness and this, this kind of just uh, this emptiness and this feeling of uh, inadequacy that, that comes with the experience that I think a lot of us have shared and, and how to deal with that. That's and a pretty, it's a very these, universal, it's a very universal understood feeling. So yeah. I, think I that, mean, when I say it, people kind of are like, Oh yeah, I get that. And, right. And we spent kind of records trying to answer this question. And the question was always, what do I do with all of this sadness, with all of this anger, with all of this angst? How do I defeat it to then live my life as who I'm supposed to be? How do I grow up to be a, a real functioning adult? And then during the course of the last record, it struck me that you don't really beat it. You just kind of live with it. Like it's a constant thing, but you are existing despite it. You make it and yours. You make question, it your own. You put yeah. it on your back and you carry it with you. That's a very Mark Maron approach. And with that, I love Marin. With that, uh, <laughs> with that understanding, I was like, "Well, now I don't need to write about that so much anymore." So, what do I do? And I started looking outward, and and I know that actually, you know, following you on Twitter, that you've been upset about a lot of the same things. And I'm looking at the world and upset about all this shit. Oh yeah. And uh, and so I started thinking, like, how do I become a part of the solution for all of these larger problems? And as I started looking into the more I started realizing how little I actually knew. And it was this kind of this realization that the more you know about something, the more you know that you don't know. Like you, right. you, you breach the surface and realize that there's still so much more to understand. It's a very, very deep it. ocean. Absolutely. And yeah. it, it started to get frustrating for me. It started to feel like I was in like a, like a foot race with like an expanding universe. Like I was never going to catch up to all of this. And I started to realize that that's where a lot of people 
decide to give up on being a part of a solution. Right. And they say, well, we're never going to get there, so fuck it. The road's too long. I don't have enough time. Why should I care? Absolutely. And, uh, and I was like, well, that's not the answer either. I think the answer is keep going even if you're never going to reach it. And I started thinking about this idea of uh, like a utopian society, and I started calling it heaven because it's really easy in our like – heavily Judeo-Christian society to think about things in, in those kind of terms, even though I'm not talking about a Judeo-Christian heaven, so calling it heaven. And I started realizing that, <laughs> excuse me, I started realizing that despite being what I would consider to be, you know, I'm, I'm not getting any closer to the solution, I'm going to keep walking anyway, because that's, it's important to try, to try to get better. Absolutely. And and that every time you fail, it can feel like, well, Jesus, now I took a wrong turn and I'm even further away from the goal. And fuck it, instead of working my way towards this this like utopian city on the horizon that I've been working for, I'm just going to set up camp in the dark and I'm going to live here like this and fuck the whole thing. Uh, and I'm just, I'm trying to rally against that idea. And so on this record, we explored a lot of ideas um, that have, uh, uh, we explored a lot of topics that have affected us personally. Mm-hmm. but that speak to a larger social issue. Well, I think um, what you're talking so, about is exactly that. It's about how you take your daily personal bullshit that you carry around on your back and, and it becomes this universal realization that everyone's walking that same road. And, and what, yeah, what you're talking about is applying that and, and realizing and making people realize that we're all on that road together. Absolutely. And if we are able to raise some questions with this record, then that's good. Like, it, you know, we're writing... There's a song we have out now called Cigarettes and Saints that's, um, yep. that's a nice ballad uh, discussing the loss of one of our friends that, like a lot of young Americans right now, and actually young people all over the world, are getting addicted to prescription painkillers and then working their way up to doing just actual heroin and then yeah. overdosing. Yeah. And that's an epidemic. And we're just we're trying to have people start asking the question, like, well, why are these painkillers so prevalent and easily accessible. And Why do we feel the need what, to numb everything out? Yeah, and, and what pharmaceutical lobby is allowing the FDA to get them into our hands and what big business is, is behind all of this? And wow. we're not offering an answer by any stretch of the imagination because the question is so it's far big. more complicated than I have an answer to. But I'd like, I mean, we're just trying to raise the question. So I guess that's kind of the crux of the record is, um, is this understanding that while we may never be entirely perfect and we may never reach all of these goals and, and live in this perfect society, that that doesn't mean we shouldn't still be striving for it. And, and not just in a, a societal sense, but in a personal sense, yeah. in, 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 in the same discussion, we can talk about love and friendship and, and brotherhood and sisterhood and all the ways that you have failed in the past and failed your personal relationships and your interpersonal relationships and how you can try to, be better than that instead of just giving up on them. Totally. I think I think you touch on a really good point there when you say that there may not be an answer, there may not be an answer in our lifetime or in our children's lifetime or in our grandchildren's lifetime or whatever it is. But the point is that it's too easy, as you said, to just give up because of that and stop caring. And so I think the, the coolest thing is to continue, like you said, through your record, continue to voice the question and, and kind of remind people that the question is worth asking, even if the answer is a little bit out of reach. Yeah. I mean, all, all we can do is get better. All we can do is get smarter. Totally. All we can do is try harder. And so we should, uh, totally. to kind of circle it back into football a little bit <laughs> after Adrian Peterson was, was, uh, arrested and suspended last year for abusing his, his young son. 
I saw a lot of people that would, you know, just, you know, whoever you're friends with on Facebook, people from high school or relatives or whatever saying like, oh, well, you know, my dad hit me and I turned out just fine. Or I hit my kid and he's great. Right. And it's like, okay, so maybe that was the way that people handled child rearing a, a generation ago. Sure. And maybe it didn't totally damage you, but should we be settling for that? Like, is that the best way? And yeah, maybe we don't have the perfect answer to to how to raise a child or how to discipline a child still. Maybe there still isn't the number one perfect answer, but shouldn't we be looking for it? Like, shouldn't we care enough about our children to not just rest on the laurels of, well, this seems to work. Right. And of course it, it also falls back on the the comfortability of, of saying, well, this is what I went through. It worked for me. Why should I want to change it? When the actuality of the situation is that we have to progress. We have to, you know, just because it worked for you or just because you got used to it or whatever it may be, it doesn't necessarily mean that that has to be the same way that we handle things going forward. I mean, we used to cure the flu by bloodletting. Does that mean that that's the way we should do it forever? Obviously. Soupy, now not. that you bring it up, yes. I would like to I'm go back to bloodletting. Blood I'm I'm, I've been heavily campaigning leeches for years, and I want to get back into <laughs> I'd like to get back into leeching everyone's problems out of that. That's a platform to run on. Uh, <laughs> gas Carth for Attorney General. <laughs> <laughs> I know some shit. That's my slogan. Oh, man. Soupy, this has been an incredible conversation. I feel like uh, this has gone far beyond the uh, the usual reach and usual depth of <laughs> full frontal but i uh it's a it's a very welcome change of pace and uh, thank you so much for your your insight because uh like i said it's always awesome talking to you you're picking your mind is is um a pleasure you're a very knowledgeable person and a, and a very well-spoken person that that uh has some amazing insight on on many many well, things so thank you for coming thank on the show. you very much man i mean i'm trying and and with that said also there should be an understanding that some of the stuff i'm saying is probably still wrong and probably should be worked on to get better you right know, but like, that's you know, that's just, the point it's it's kind of meta when it comes down to it because yeah. even saying we're flawed and we should be trying to improve is probably flawed and we should try to improve on it Absolutely. You're, you're damn right with that. And I, uh, that thank, said, thank you again. We don't get to talk enough and I miss you no, guys. We don't. I miss you too, man. We, uh, we'll hopefully see you out there soon. Um, before we let you go, you mentioned a song, uh, as you were, as you were talking, we've already played, I don't like who I was then. So we're not going to have you introduce that one, but you mentioned another one. You mentioned it's, uh, pertinence to the conversation we've been having. Um, so if you want to mention that, introduce it and we'll, uh, we'll play it next. I guess next up we're going to play a song by our band, The Wonder Years. It's a song called Cigarettes and Saints. Amazing. Dude, Soupy, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Uh, You guys are great. I'll talk to you soon. You're amazing. I love you. Love you too. Twice a week I pass by church to hold your funeral And the pastor's words come pouring down like rain he called you a sinner and said now you walk with Jesus So the drugs that took your life aren't gonna cause you any pain I don't think he even knew your name And I refuse to kneel and pray you candle in every cathedral across Europe, and I hope you know you're still my patron saint. 
same Well I try to forgive But I can't forget the cigar in his fist Well I know that they were heart sick But I need someone to blame And I know how they blame me I know what you'd say
All right, welcome back to Full Frontal. I'm freaking out, Alex. Hey, quiet in the peanut gallery. We're trying to do a show. Hey, shut up, you big peanut. Shut your your shitty mouths. Shut your shitty mouths, all right? (laughs) And listen to the goddamn show. It's a good one. Dude, I'm (laughs) I'm having a a possible panic attack right now because I realize that I'm sunburned for the first time in like 10 years. You're covered in scars as well. Look at these people don't sunburn. You got like a weird thing going on there. Yeah, I might have have lost my kidneys last night. It kind of looks like one half of your jaw is dislocated. Mm-hmm. You okay? Um, I was, I got sunburned. Oh, it's just a sunburn. Yeah, okay. <laughs> fair enough. Jack, half your face is missing. Well, yeah, it's sunburned. the it's the UV. It's harmful. The harmful rays. <laughs> I didn't use S- I used SPF ten. It wasn't strong <laughs> enough. SPF three. Um, so let's take some fan mail. Fine. Uh, that we've been putting a big emphasis on reading your emails. Reading your the you you guys out there, not yours, Jack. I don't. It's, it's not ever, our show. It's your show. I don't ever read your emails. Uh, so fan emails. Um, obviously, if you want to email us, it's uh, fullfrontalpodcast at gmail.com. You must be 18 or older to submit an email or we won't read it because we'll get ourselves in trouble talking about your buttholes and stuff. Um, <laughs> you can't do that. You can't I, mean, do it. I mean, you can, but you're not legally allowed to. You can't do it. You shouldn't do it and you can't do it. And I'm yeah. going to ask you to refrain. Refrain from- you, you bright red man. I'm so red. You bright red lobster man. Mm. Anyway, um, we have an email here from Gaurav, which is an awesome name. Um, hello, guys. My name is Gaurav. They say good luck pronouncing that. Thank you. I think I nailed it. Alex can fucking do anything. He's a star. I'll do what I want. Don't you see? I gotta dance. Um, anyways, they say uh, call me G. It's much easier than Gaurav. Gaurav. No. Gaurav. We're going to call you Gaurav. Guadalajara. Um, a name's a nightmare. We're going to call you Dave. <laughs> We're going to call you G. I'm a longtime fan of both the podcast and your guys' music and a second-time emailer. Ooh, careful. Ooh. I think this email is more for Alex and Jeff as it concerns living. Get fucked, Guave. <laughs> hey, Guave, get fucked, dude. Did you just say Guave? Yes. Guava? Guava. It's not a fucking fruit, man. Um, and this email is more for Alex and Jeff as it concerns living in outer space. Ah, great. Jeff, grab great. the mic. Come on, let's talk about it. Jesus Christ. Jack, if you just want to, you can leave for a while if you want. Well, yeah, Jeff I'm going to go over. grab a tequila. Be just back. cool off. Maybe do something about your skin. Yeah, it's very red. It's very, very red. Um, I also believe that aliens... Okay, hold on. There's some... I, I got to do some transcribing here. I think there's some, some English issues. Uh... I believe that alien. I believe in aliens, and that they came in our ancestral time and taught them how to build pyramids. Very interesting. Good point. Shh, wait, hold on. As early human beings, only knew how to hunt and bang. Mm-hmm. Fair. That was the basic basic principles of uh, the discovery of technology. Still, we, we went from yeah. hunters and gatherers to hunters and fuckers. I still can't do either of those things, but well, you're you're learning. I can build a pyramid. You're learning. You're learning. You are Middle Eastern. Yeah, and they do it best. Great. They do it best. Uh, anyway, so it says, I doubt they'd come up with a blueprint to build a triangular-shaped building. Anyway, <laughs> what the fuck is this email? Anyway, my question nowadays, the technology has enhanced that every person has a 4K-quality camera, but whenever a person clicks a picture of a UFO, why is the quality so blurry and bad? <laughs> do you guys believe the aliens mask their UFOs with some sort of barrier that forbids us from having a good picture of them? <laughs> Oh, yes, well, yeah. that's it. Doy. Hey, that, that kids, explains, and this is why you don't smoke crack. That explains everything. Oh my gosh, I I think uh, I think that Guarav is onto something here. Yeah, I wonder if Nessie's got one of those two over up there in uh, Loch Ness. Nessie, Bigfoot, and the aliens are yeah. all in cahoots, and they've all been pa- ghosts. Yeah, they've all been talking. They have like a they have like a chat room that they all go in on Yahoo, 
and uh, they all get together and they're like, what should we do? And they all came up with a technology to make cameras shitty around them. Mm. I think that makes sense. <laughs> I just think they're all troubling the speed of light and you can't really capture that on camera. Put the mic down, Jeff. I'm not here. It's a stupid idea. Why are you gonna come in with that sensible shit? God, don't pick it up. God. Um, All right. It's getting real physical up in here. Yeah. Well, we beat Jeff a little bit. It's fine. We're all hot. We're hot and bothered. It's a hot and bothered episode. Was that the real question? Like that. That was. was, That was. And this was. I hate to like. Look, I'm not making obvious. Jeff picks his emails. Yeah. I want to really point out, by the way, that I am not making fun of Gaurav for their difficulties with English. I believe that there may be some translation problems in there, but I was doing my best to transcribe that one because it was not a. Not written in the best. They're his words, not It was not written in the Queen's English. Let's put it that way. Anyway, Gaurav, thanks for the email. You're absolutely right. Um, I'm pretty sure that we're going to prove it within the next 22,000 years. Um, (laughs) Aiden uh, I can't say last names. I always say last names and I can't do it. Don't worry. That's definitely not a real name. (laughs) There's no way that's a real name. Aiden. Aiden There's no way. And the the subject line is, I live in Cockburn. So... None, this isn't a real person, but take, let's continue. I take love it. it as you will. I love him already. Hi, lovers. My name is Aiden, and I didn't love us. Is it a guy or now a I, want, I don't care. Now I want to read it with this, like a Snape voice. Please do. Hello, lovers. My name is Aiden, and I didn't think I'd had anything interesting to talk about, but then I remembered <laughs> that the suburb I live in is called... Cockburn. <laughs> yes, that's right, Cockburn. Not quite sure what they were thinking. <laughs> also, oh, that was like a weird, I was in between characters there. I'm coming back. Uh, also, what are your opinions on dark humor? Alex made a joke last week about ISIS that I laughed at, but I know some other guys didn't quite like it. Oh, this person, Aiden's on my team. You guys all cringed and yelled at me saying, oh, you can't make jokes about ISIS. Great. You know what I'd like to, to add mm-hmm. to what I didn't say? If you can't make fun of assholes, who can you make fun of? Huh? Hey, Alex, guess what? Congratulations. You have one friend and her name is Aiden. Hey. It's the only person on your side. Me and Aiden. Look who I got. I got Phil over there scratching his uh, eczema. He's got eczema on his eczema. arms there. You just have a bunch of people. I got with, Tom over here. Who's who fucking, is also bright red, by the way. He's bright red and just laughing control, uncontrollably at nothing. Yeah, man. Hey. Your friends seem cool too. Yeah, let me just. Uh, we're uh, me and Alex are looking for some new friends. You guys, you guys hit seem us up rad. on the email. Um, I got itch, I got itchy Mike over here and uh, itchy Mike. <laughs> Look at him. He's not happy. He's got <laughs> irritated skin. Anyway, uh, yeah, dark humor's great. Um, what's the? <laughs> this goes. She goes on. He or she goes on to say, "What's the best part about an ISIS joke?" Go on. The execution. Hey! Nice. We are going to get pulled off the air. We can't. It's America. We say whatever we want. Hayden, thank you for writing in. We're Uh, we're Mexico. Thank you for also having my back in a world of people who are just out to get me. Kristen uh, writes in and says, hey, boys. I've uh, been listening to Full Frontal for a while now, but because of the constant inappropriate conversations, I have to listen to it alone in my room. Uh, sorry. Mm. I was listening Keep to an talking. episode. Pump the brakes, dude. I was listening to an episode while making some cereal. You don't make cereal. Oh, she, she could, she could work at General Farms. She's the Quaker Oats daughter. The Quaker Oats guy's daughter. She's just Dad, like, I want to do something else. I hate <laughs> cereal. You will do. You will get back in the warehouse. You will do what our family has been doing for 400 years. Make oats. Shave the oats. Shave the oats, Kristen. And then Kirsten. Co- and then we'll go to church after. I always do this with Kirstens and Kirstens. It's actually Kirsten, but right. I've been saying Kristen the whole time. 
And now I don't know. Now the whole thing's a botch. Uh, anyway, she says... Look at um, Ryan's computer. <laughs> <laughs> He's just Googling pictures of the Quaker Oats guy. <laughs> what the hell? Anyway, uh, Look she Look up goes, Quaker Oats guy daughter. Yeah, we, maybe we can find Kirsten. Uh, she goes, I was listening to an episode while making some cereal at 7 a.m. on Saturday morning. Thank you for all the details. So I didn't think anyone was awake yet. Unfortunately, it was the episode about vajankles. My dad walked into the kitchen, and as you guys started, started talking about vajankles... Uh, he was not pleased. Um, I've been banned from listening to your podcast in my dad's house, even though I still do. Oh. Hey, Kirsten, tell your dad to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right? <laughs> there's one thing, there's one thing I learned. So your parents don't know shit. Um, not, not parents in general, just your parents. Kirsten. No, honestly though, there are some things that my mom and dad told me, mostly my mom when I was younger and now I'm growing up and I'm like, Mom, you're really wrong about that. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't expect, like, it's an interesting dynamic because parents want to instill all of their knowledge upon you. Yeah. But, but, like, I don't know everything. I don't know shit. Yeah. And so it's like, I imagine. You pretend like you do. And right. Yeah. And so I imagine myself as a father yeah. one day trying to be, like, professing all my knowledge on these kids of, like, no, you shouldn't do that. Be- oh, I don't fucking know. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, because what do I know? I don't know anything. Your parents, your parents probably didn't know anything either. When my son is, is 16 years old and he starts masturbating and I'm going to be like, stop tying a, a belt around your neck and just do it the normal old school way. Kids grow up, <laughs> kids grow up so fast these days. Yeah. That's the... So my dad said to me, this said to me when I was 16. Caitlin sent us an email regarding uh, some, something I'm very fond of now that I've learned about it. Mm. Um, she says, hey, Jack and Alex, my name's Caitlin and I'm 19 from New York City. I've been listening to Full Frontal for a pretty long time, but around June, I found out one of my best guy friends does as well. Ah. Ah, Bringing people together. Uh, And since then, we've come up with this kind of stupid joke where every time a new episode airs, one of us goes to the other's house and have a Full Frontal and chill session. What? Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Usually, we just order food, hang out, and listen to the podcast, but we never thought we'd fall victim to the actual meaning of Netflix and chill. Hooking up. But someone, or sorry, but sometime during your last podcast, one minute, we were laughing and the next minute. We were fucking. We were kissing. Oh. Fuck, I mean, fucking. Yeah, kissing. Fucking. And, What's yeah. better for radio? Keep fucking. Fucking. Kissing. Romance, right? We were romancing. Romancing. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it happened, but it did. And it soon escalated to something more. We didn't bone. Oh, there you go. Shit. But we did do other stuff. <laughs> All while your podcast was playing in the background. I know, right? How romantic. That's what she said. Uh, And after everything was said and done, we just stared at each other and started laughing. Brittany, what did you do with your new boyfriend? I know you're on your fifth day. We just did other stuff. (laughs) Well, you know, first base is kissing. Second base is he touches your boobs. Third base is other stuff. We finger each other. (laughs) Why not? How many bases are there? I feel like I feel like I feel like baseball is not an adequate analogy for sex anymore because what yeah. you know like it used to be no one watches baseball. Anymore? It used to be so simple. It used to just be like, "Oh, we kissed and then I touched her boob and then I put my finger somewhere and then we made sex." Yeah. And it was that simple. Now, now kind of, it's like, "All right, yeah, well, rimming? What does yeah, rimming go yeah, on the baseball some, scale?" I, what is these that like? A, didn't exist. <laughs> I don't think they did. No, I think rimming I think before, is a new thing, right? Rimming, rimming was invented like what? 7 
six years ago. Hey, it's, it's, a, hey, it's the nineties. It was like one, di- one direction came out and then rimming <laughs> shortly after it. <laughs> one direction created rimming. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying oh. that, that the two came sort of came hand in hand. If you know yes. what I mean? Unrelated. Speaking of which ha- tandem hand, hand jobs coming hand in hand. There you go. Um, hey, hold on. Which base is that? Yeah. Um, where, where do you, what base, what's the base for skiing where you jerk <laughs> two guys off at once? I've I've been there before and I, I didn't know what to tell my friends. Like, what were you been doing? I was like, uh, well, been skiing. Oh, where'd you go? Aspen? No, my. Uh, I was jerking off my neighbors. Just jerking off my friends. <laughs> oh, um, wait. This is gonna sound weird, but like when I was younger, um, you know, I'd, I'd hear about like people hooking up around me and I hadn't really done it yet, and they were like, yeah, I, fing- I fingered her and she touched my my wiener, and I was like, that sounds pretty fun. Touch my boom, but like, boom. I, I didn't know what fingering meant, so I just pictured like a dude just poking, just, like, just poking, furiously, yeah, like furiously poking, poking someone. Uh, yeah. Do you like that? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what does that mean? So I had to like Google, and yeah, I found out fast. You'll I learn. I, I asked Jeeves. We I don't think they had Google back then. It was like no. AOL search or something. Yeah. It took um, me twenty minutes to load one page. That was before. That was before rimming. So. Yeah. So it was different back then. Um, Back in my day. So anyway, uh, assholes were for pooping. I, <laughs> uh, I, I kind of like this full frontal and chill. <laughs> it's good. I like that. F- let's take Netflix down. Let's fucking let's climb. Well, right? let's, put let's the climb price. to a new I'm place. A, I'm a huge fan of Netflix. Okay. Well, sure. The issue is that when people Netflix and chill, the idea is to put on something boring enough. So you don't mind hooking up. Well, you can you so, can do an old yeah, episode that you've both heard before I, I that you enjoy. Yeah. I imagine someone's like fucking right now and they're just like, and they're poking them, you're poking them. <laughs> and then you're rimming them, you're rimming them. They're like, what the Yeah, fuck? screaming, rimming. Well, we could oh. almost narrate what's going on. True. Like every time, narrate? How do you say it? Narr- narrate. Narrate. Narr- every time you narrate. say, every time you say like a sexual act, you, you have to perform it. Oh. I'm not encouraging this, by the way. This is if, just if you're in the act, if you're, if you're full frontal and chilling. Yeah. You know, maybe play the game. What are you doing? Why is everyone looking at me? Well, we're going to finger you. <laughs> I'm touching myself. <laughs> Sorry, it shows time. I don't want anybody else. Anyway, Caitlin, thank you for your story. That was nice. And uh, I don't know. I hope it becomes a, a, a trending topic. You know, one of those that the kids are talking about these days. At least in Guadalajara. It was One Direction, Rimming, <laughs> And then trending topics. <laughs> that was that was like the three in that order. Yeah, just all we're, we're gonna have a great. What have you learned today? By the way, at the end of this. Oh, I love it. Speaking of which, I think we've run out of time. I guess we got time for like a few fun facts. Maybe should we listen to a, mu- a music song and then come back and like wrap it up real quick? Ryan, what do you think? Ryan's so upset with how long this show is. By the way, <laughs> every episode now because the show keeps getting longer and longer. Yeah. he just screams at us for two hours about how the show is too long. You guys don't hear this on the sh- on the actual show. Ryan is actually very abusive towards yeah. us. Well, if you guys didn't pay attention already, I've been timing it out, and this first section's been thirty five minutes, which leaves us no time for fun facts. I just want you to scale it back. <laughs> is that lost, Ren? Ryan recently got a headpiece, like headgear. <laughs> I never got braces. Look how perfect my teeth turned out. Huh? <laughs> uh, why, why did you suddenly become like a 1920s crime boss? I don't know. Man, I have like, I have like three. Got bad teeth, Shane. I have like three voices I can do, and that's one of them. It's just that and Cookie Monster? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, song. Let's listen. I want to hear a song. For the love of God, make it short. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cock, sucker, motherfucker, tits, fuck, turd, it's what? Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cock, 
motherfucker, motherfucker, tits, butt, dirt, it's what? Shit, piss, butt, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, butt, dirt, it's what? Shit, piss, butt, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, butt, dirt, it's what? I fucked your mom. Oh! Are we back? Ah, uh, fun facts this week. We got we got some. Oh, we got some. Oh, they're fun. Here's one. Oh, the facts are coming. Here's one that might be racist. South Koreans believe that unmarried women become shionyoguishin or maiden ghosts. <laughs> they never get a husband, so they haunt the living. Oh, okay. Jesus. Wow. Oh, so like an unmarried dead woman. They they come back and they still try to hook up. Like that movie Ghost, but with Korean women. <laughs> I'm in. I'm, I'm in. in. I'm in. Deal me in for that. Hey, there, there's some similarities. Next thing you know, you're doing pottery on a train. I don't know the movie. Uh, <laughs> according to the U.S. Census Bureau, there are 1,007 people named James Bond. Oh! And Jack's not one of them. So you guys cannot tell anyone when I scream like that. Homilophilia. Homilophilia. Refers to individuals who derive sexual pleasure and arousal from the hearing or giving of sermons or speeches. Um, Every tweet sent by Barack Obama's POTUS Twitter uh, is archived by the White House. That's true. For posterity. Good times. Uh, The spout that comes out of a whale's blowhole when it exhales is mostly mucus and condensation from the lungs, not salt water. So it's really just coughing on you. (laughs) Whales are big smokers. (laughs) It's, we've been trying to convince them to vape now for a while. But not. <laughs> I just picture it? a bunch of vaping whales. Which is also the name of my band that will be performing at South by Southwest this <laughs> year. The, va- the vaping whales. Uh, in Sweden, it is illegal to name your baby Metallica, Superman, Veranda, Ikea, or Elvis. <laughs> Ikea. Yeah. Uh, is this is my new son, Ikea. This is my new son, Swedish meatballs. Jesus. That's, that's racist. No, it's not. <laughs> that's fun racist. It's hilarious. It's it's hilaricism. <laughs> hilaricism. Uh, Nintendo's new vice president of sales is being... is What? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Nintendo's new vice president of sales is named Doug Bowser. Ah! Huh? He has no qualifications, cannot read, but they hired him for the name, and they're very happy with He's him. seven years old. He's seven years old. <laughs> I like this game! <laughs> is your name actually Bowser? No. <laughs> no, I, that's what I want people to call me. You're just, hired. <laughs> Get on in here, Timmy. Run this billion billion dollar industry. Did you say rub his belly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Uh, music news this week. Bob Dylan's Highway 61 Revisited turns 50. Never heard, never listened to it. Bobby. Didn't listen. Yeah, Bobby. Didn't listen to it. See, that's, ba- that's back when all they had was missionary. Uh, Chad Kroger and Avril Lavigne are separating. Aww. All right. Brian, behave. Yeah, we can fuck Chad. That's what I've been saying. Look Fuck at Chad. I want to look at my giant cock. <laughs> oh man! Uh, Motion City Soundtrack is offering a free download of a four-song live session plus two of the singles from Panic Stations, which is their new record, through Noise Trade. It's so big I cannot work. <laughs> Walk the Moon, Shut Up and Dance has tied the record for the most time spent atop Billboard's Hot Rock Songs chart. Congratulations to Walk the Moon. It's a fucking jam. Very good song. Derek Wibley of Sum 41 uh, just got married over the weekend. Yay, Derek. Yay, Derek. The same week Avril and oh, Chad stop. got divorced. Easy. This is dun, not like... Dun, dun, dun. And, now, and now Phil with this week's gossip column. <laughs> so Derek's recently sober. Great for him. Doing really well out there. 
and he's just picked up a recent copy of E! Magazine. Is that a real magazine in the US? There you go. No. Okay. Channel. Us Weekly. There you go. And um, I forgot where we started with this. <laughs> it's all right. There's your entertainment news. What have we learned this week, gentlemen? Katy Perry bib is still big. That wasn't written down, but yeah, sure. Katy Perry's boobs are still big. We have... Yeah, sorry. I was just learning what to say. All right. Lesson one. Not even science knows where Guadalajara is. Two. Don't ride a bike. Drive a Barbie car. Lesson three. Police officers hate blowjobs. Four. Mo dick, mo problems, mm-hmm. and no job. Mm-hmm. Five. Soupy knows things. Six. One Direction invented rimming. Seven. Whales do not vape. <laughs> and eight. I'm gonna fuck Chad Kroger. This has been a good episode. Really good, dude. Right? Yeah. Oh, golf clap. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Make sure you subscribe uh, on iTunes. If you do not have access to iTunes, there are plenty of other ways to listen. We post them every week on the Full Frontal Twitter. Um, make sure you send us an email if you feel the need. It's fullfrontalpodcast at gmail.com. You must be 18 or older once again. Uh, if you can't figure out how to listen to our show, you don't deserve to hear it. Exactly. Don't fucking tune in then. Thanks for listening. We love you so much. Tequila, tequila, more tequila, with lime. Yep, yeah. he's doing it. Can't you guys mind if I get a guest spot on this? <laughs> Put the mic down, right? You've had your fun. And this, this nope. week, this week, no, nope. you're, you're really loud. Yep. <laughs> Jack, you're so red. Why are you so red? <laughs> You've gotten so red. I'm feeling like... Did you have the ice? Oh, my God, I'm so red. Oh, dude, this is my sunburn from earlier. I don't think it's sunburn. I think you're just red. You're red, too. You're well, you know, I'm red. I, t- I wasn't complaining about being red. I was just, you're red. Oh, shit, you did get sunburn. Yeah. What the hell? Dude, I have three jumps of sunburn. Do we fuck ourselves? fucking asshole. We fucked ourselves, I think. We stood in the sun way too long. Hey, take your microphone, Jack. Pay attention. We're rolling. The people are listening to this bullshit. Are we rolling? Yes. Sorry, Alex. I'm having a... Oh, now your microphone's unplugged, you fucker. Mic's unplugged. God damn it. This is the worst episode ever. What the fuck is happening? Ugh, this show sucks. We're lying.